How's it going today, everybody? Welcome to Use Guys in That Podcast, powered by AgorasNexus.com. The decimation of your asshole upon horseback, as my friend Christopher liked to say. Kennedy's with us today. We're really excited. Where's Brian? Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's uh, Mr. Sometimer. I don't know if he's chasing gnomes in the woods or whatever he's doing, but he's out there. And God bless. We wish him well. God bless. Um, before we get started, I wanted to do a quick shout out to a very dear friend of mine who has a business, and I'd like to uh, do my part to help him out. Uh, Angel knows who he is, even though you didn't know this was coming today, Angel. You remember my friend Bobby from New York, uh, the big Rangers fan? Yeah. Um, he um, hung out with me when I went to see the Rangers play in Madison Square Garden in 2014 and actually sat with us, um, my wife and I, and we met the players and got our pictures taken with some of them. Solid, wonderful human being, good dad, hard worker. He's a tradesman, just a wonderful guy. He's got his own. Uh, he's got his own thing right now. It's fairly decent golf. I don't know if you're into golf, but if you wouldn't mind subscribing, if you are, check it out. Bobby does some really funny stuff on there. Even though I don't golf myself, I still find the shenanigans really funny. And uh, and he's my friend. And if you're not here to help your friends out, or at least do your bit, then I don't know what the fuck the point is. So uh, long time coming. He does have his own website here. Like if you're into apparel, he's got apparel, stickers, and all this other stuff. There's a big tournament. Bobby, forgive me, because I know Bobby listens. I th- it's the British Open, right? The one that's in Scotland. It's like one of the oldest golf yeah, tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. One, I think one of his stickers was spotted at the British Open, which is pretty fucking that's awesome. Rad. Pretty fucking rad. That is um, awesome. You can f- throw him a follow. As you can see, you know, he's on all sorts of platforms here. We've got Twitter, Insta, TikTok. So um, what do we have to do to get a uh, use guys in that uh, B-side golf outing? Like a recording of us just going out and making a ruckus on the court. On the, uh, I, I almost I said the court, a, but uh, I, I the will pitch, say what do they call that? Let me tell you something. When I said I don't know much about golf, I have mini golfed. Okay. I've never regular golfed. Um, never done it before. I, I'll drive you around. I mean, I'll film it, but I don't. I don't know. It's like I'd have to get Bobby out here to teach me how to golf. I've no, that's the done. fun of it. We just go out and we go out on a day when none of the actual players are out there golfing. Right and that's cool. Well, hey, maybe some shenanigans. Maybe someday. But if you can throw my friend to follow, if you're into golf, check out his stuff. We got the YouTube channel, uh, and again, all those social media accounts. Bobby's a wonderful guy. I love him. He's a great human being. And uh, he's busting his ass. He's trying to and trying to start up this uh, not start up. It's already started up. And like I said, stickers been spotted at a very famous place. I love Bobby. So if we could throw him some follows, if you're into golf, please consider doing so. Um, big news here. Big, big news. So. AOC, when the fir- when I bring up the term or the, excuse me, the uh, the uh, the phrase AOC and Matt gets. What is one of the first things that comes to mind? Angel's like, who the fuck are these people? I know who they are. You know who Matt Gatz, you know who Matt Gatz is, though, for real. And you probably know AOC, but Matt Yeah, Gatz. I know who he is. Okay. I know exactly what he looks like. With his, He has dark hair, and his face is kind of... He looks like a cat. Yeah. He's got like a feline face, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well. It's kind of stupid looking, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not listening. It's fine. But, I mean, you you described it probably better than because stupid looking could really mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> a person could be stupid, but a face, that's impossible. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. So, even a broken clock, Christopher, is right twice a day, as we say and as we know. This is wild. 
AOC, that is, for those of you who are white belts at this, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a communist from Bronx, New York. Mm-hmm. Waitress. Gatz, waitress. Yeah, she graduated from, uh, was it Boston University with a degree in economics, but yet she's still a fan of Karl Marx. Don't know how that works, but whatever. She also still has debt, even though she makes, like, you know, a decent <laughs> chunk of money. She was complaining about not being able to, like, uh, pay the rent or pays for something with her like government funded place to live in DC, whatever. It doesn't matter. She's a pain in my ass. <laughs> Matt Gatz and AOC team together to push bill banning Congress members. That's members of Congress. That's how I would have written it, but whatever mm-hmm. uh, from owning and trading stocks. And Pelosi had to sell her Lexus the same day. Weird. <laughs> it's strange. Strange. <laughs> Finally, the far left and the far right have found something they can agree on. Socialist Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and firebrand Republican Matt Gatz are co-sponsoring a bill to restrict members of Congress from owning or trading stocks. That'll never pass. No, of course not. But the gesture is appreciated. H.R. 3003, also sponsored by moderate Representative Brian Fitzpatrick, a Republican from Pennsylvania and progressive Representative Raja Krishnamuthri, Democrat from Illinois, would prohibit congressional spouses and other dependents from owning or trading stock as well. The fact that members of the Progressive Caucus, the Freedom Caucus, and the Bipartisan Problem Solvers Caucus, reflecting the entirety of the political spectrum, can find common ground on key issues like this should send a powerful message to America, Fitzpatrick said in a joint statement with other lawmakers. We must move forward on this issue that unites us, including our firm belief <laughs> that trust in government must be restored. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. If you can't get rich from doing this job and you can't do insider trading, then why the fuck are you going to show up? That's why Nancy Pelosi went ahead and retired because she knew this was on the cards because that's her girl, AOC. You know what I mean? Like, that's what's happening. That's what that means. Yeah. Because so. she probably sees eventually it'll go that way. But if there's no perks, then why the fuck you you think they're doing that to help people? Yeah, yes. the fuck right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play devil's advocate this whole episode now. I am on the side of Pelosi. I think I she's it. really struggling. Yes. Um, she's retired, though, so the struggle is real. That now. is true. That is true. But she's I mean, got to get on the Medicare. I'm sure she's D. got some connections in there that can still fit, feed her some you know, pink slips every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's penny stocks. Yeah. Stocks. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, when members have access to classified information, we should not be trading in the stock market on it. <laughs> Why not? That's the whole benefit, right? I mean, that's part of like the perks, right? You get to fuck us a little harder. <laughs> and you're playing on like house money too. You're getting paid by the taxpayers. Like, yeah, it's all yeah, it's all house money. This is great. Yeah, it's the best grift ever. I yeah. like the stock market when you know when that's you got how those odds, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Members of Congress are spending their time trading futures instead of securing the future of our fellow Americans. Gat said, "We cannot allow the swamp to prioritize investing in stocks or investing in our country." Um, Sounds like this dude just got shorted on a, like a Bitcoin scheme, and he's mad. Probably did. <laughs> he bought Dogecoin. And he like, bought Dogecoin at the moon. wrong time. Fun fact: freshman year, I bought Dogecoin. Really? Uh, yeah i I sold it. Uh, made like ten bucks on it, and thought I was a genius, dude. If I like, I like went back in my like Robinhood statements. If I would not have sold, I would have made like a thousand two hundred dollars, like twelve hundred bucks off of it. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. But no, I sold way, way before. It could have been impressive. You got nervous, right? Uh, I didn't get nervous. I just wanted to buy something stupid with my money instead. Okay. That's all right. Fair enough. I buy tangible stupid instead of digital stupid. Yeah. Tangible stupid. Could you please go through the process of elimination of what you determine as to be tangible, uh, you know, or the other, please? Tangible stupid? Yes. It looks like you have like a, what is that? A, a shrine? Oh, okay. I, 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 so you have a lot of tangible stupid behind uh, Versus digital stupid being like, I mean, okay, I so stupid, I am not an here. NFT person. I am not a cryptocurrency person. Me neither. I don't um, that is a it. whole <laughs> long debate that we can get into. Uh, today, if you want, tomorrow, I don't really care, but I have my reasonings for not liking them. Um, I think they have benefits in some things, but the way that they're currently being uh, used is not the benefit in which they should be. But yeah, okay, all right, fair enough. Here's That's another one for digital you. stupid. Okay, I have tan- okay tangible stupid. I've got I've got some examples. Are Legos tangible stupid? Is that is that count? Does that not count? right now, dude. Legos are an investment right now. Christopher, Wait, whoa, like whoa. you actually might need to check your Star Wars ones. They might be worth some serious money. We have a shit ton of Star Wars. So like serious, like like there's parts like a helmet is selling for like 140 bucks right now. Yo, oh, is that uh Skeletor? Yeah, Skeletor. Yeah. Check it out, bro. Christopher would love this shit. Let me tell you right now. Look at this. I've got the Purple Panther, the original one that's made of felt. That's nice. awesome. Skeletor's riding the Purple Panther. I grew up here. watching He-Man. That was well, well yeah, because it's fucking awesome. Right? Yeah, I got all that stuff, man. Now I don't I, actually have like any uh He-Man stuff though, unfortunately. I'm trying to look around. I, I did when I was little, man, and I I did I, I there's so many toys and shit that I had when I was little that I wish I still had that I can't. Same. Yeah. I have Batman's uh Batcave. Like it's it's a it's the mansion and it like has an elevator that you have two wild you can put um bruce wayne in his suit in it and when you push down on the elevator it hides bruce wayne in the center but then batman comes out the bottom in the in the bat cave then that's pretty cool yeah i like that that's pretty i have castle grayskull we Uh, have the batmobile sitting in my dad's uh, storage unit as well i also have the batmobile like the power wheels one i have the old school the toy the yep. toy. Oh, the toy. I have the Where, rideable one that you no, like ride I, in, like the Power Wheels. No, one. no, no. I have the blue Batmobile. Oh, nice. Yes. I have that, and it has like a, you can like push a button, and then the bumper comes out, so if the Joker's fucking around in front of you, you can hit him with it. Or it's got <laughs> another thing. It's got claws in the back. You hit a button, and if the Joker's trying to climb onto the back, you can snag him, and then you can drag him through the streets of Gotham. I have that thing. Like, thing. I'm Batman, and I'll come commit vehicular manslaughter <laughs> hey, it happens to the best of us all right legal legal so speaking of legal this carries on okay another bipartisan bill introduced by representatives abigail spanberger democrat of virginia and chip roy what a great name chip chip roy republican of texas known as the trust in congress act Oh, oh, Jesus oh, oh, Christ. Would require members of Congress, their spouses and dependents to place investments into blind trusts until they leave office. Like Angel says, there is 0% chance this goes anywhere. Okay. Because everybody else is like, yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Put it out there. You know, go, yeah, no, we'll vote for I it. I mean, we're, we're going to vote no. Okay. The whole. 
I don't even, I mean, everybody probably who listens already knows this. The whole point, like, behind them, like, getting the information that they get is because everything's rigged. Like, I mean, everybody knows this, right? Like, the corporations, the pharmaceutical companies, everybody gets in there, and then they're like, hey, this is all really, really bad for the American people, but if you invest, you're going to make a lot of money. The cancer rate... This is going to catch up until like 25 years, maybe 30 years from now, where everybody's just riddled with the cancer. You'll be dead by then. You would have gained tons of money. Mm-hmm. And it won't matter. Yeah. And they fucking sign off on it. That's what happens. I uh, I have to uh, second your uh, point. They're not going to have any, in- like the corporations aren't going to have any incentives at that point to, like, everything would have to change. Mm-hmm. And I, I doubt yeah. that like it's never going to happen. Well, no. and also you have to think you're basically telling people to take money out of their own pockets, which right. It's as not going to happen. They should be like, oh, yeah, let's do it because they shouldn't be doing insider trading already. But it's the equivalent of somebody telling Christopher and I, hey, listen, Chris and no, Chris and I are going to sit down and be like, listen, we're going to come up with a rule for ourselves. OK, we're going to put down that we're not going to go to the Chinese buffet anymore. Okay, it's only going to hurt us. It's only going to hurt us. Right. Why the fuck am I going to agree to do that? Right. That's what you, yeah. that's what you tell. Like if you have a wife that's telling you, hey, baby, you, know, you got to cut a few LBs. You're getting a little out of control. And you're like, honey, I'll tell you what. I'll write you a note. I promise. Promise. Chris and I will not go to the Chinese buffet. Okay, I'm going to sign it right here. And then when my wife goes to the baby shower on the weekend, for somebody hey you want to go to the chinese buffet like <laughs> fuck yeah dude <laughs> get in loser we're gonna go fucking eat the shit out of this buffet um yeah no there weren't, were, why would you restrict yourself from having a good time especially if like the buffet is paid for by somebody else even better right come on stop it already it's cute though it's cute i i do enjoy it Hey, at least they're putting an effort out there, you know? Right. They're putting, yeah, aesthetics. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Here's a great one. You're going to love this, Angel. Are you ready for this? Always. Okay. What do the CIA and Jeffrey Epstein have in common with each other? Um, A lot. But please tell me Uh, what they have in common with each other. Christopher, are you ready for this? Oh, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Your deaths. (laughs) Yeah. Child trafficking. Things like that. So according to the Rolling Stone, we're getting more information about um, Jeffrey Epstein and the people who he was hanging out with, you know, by access to the calendar. We still don't have the full roster yet, but this gets better. Has anybody ever, I know Christopher has, I know that uh, I definitely know Christopher has, I definitely know Angel has. Kennedy, do you know who Noam Chomsky is? I've heard the name probably, uh, I well, okay, so prior to reading the article that you sent i knew the name but never like knew exactly who it was you know it was one of those names that you always hear when you're watching the news it just like pops up when they're doing like a national security briefing probably should have known who it is i know who it is now after reading you know the article you sent so i I cheated a little bit fair enough just to let everybody know Noam chomsky is a linguist his original uh thing was uh, linguistics uh, but he became uh, politically active and um, he's, you know, gives social criticism. He does his ideas 
Um, I've read a couple of his books, one of them called On Anarchism. In fact, my friend Steve Patterson with one T still has that book. Steve, if you're listening, make sure you don't lose the book. I know you still have it. All right, give me my bro. book back. <laughs> yeah, give me my fucking book his, back. His bookshelf that is bowing from all the other books he has on there is really missing it. Yes, yeah. I agree. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, even if I'm not going to read it in a while, I still like to know I have it. It's like Gollum, right? precious, you know, uh, but Steve has it. So Noam Chomsky is known for that. He's an anarcho-syndicalist. All right. He's given a lot of great lectures. And even for somebody I disagree with on, especially on economics, for example, I'm going to disagree with Noam quite a bit. Uh, he does roll in libertarian socialist uh, circles. So that's bottom left quadrant. Whereas a lot of the folks that we know are kind of like on the bottom right quadrant or straight down the middle um, of the bottom quadrant. Uh, Noam is more off to the other side, which is, you know, that's fine. And I was okay with it until I found out about this. Angel's not looking good for him. Okay. Not looking good for him. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey Epstein's calendar is revealing secrets years after the billionaire's death in a New York prison where he was murdered by Hillary Clinton and the CIA. The now head of the Central Intelligence Agency, a college president, the former Obama White House counsel, and scholar Noam Chomsky are all listed in the financier's private date book, according to a new report from the Wall Street Journal. I've not seen the private date book, but I have seen the flight logs. The flight logs, yeah, I've seen those too. The private calendars differ from other Epstein documents, such as his flight logs or his, quote, black book, both of which have been made public. None of the names reported by the paper on Sunday appeared in either of those documents, though Epstein has been previously tied to high-powered figures, including the United Kingdom's Prince Andrew and prominent Harvard professor Alan Dershowitz. The scheduled meetings, now all of which could be confirmed and having taken place, were planned for the years after 2008, when Epstein served time in jail for a sex crime involving a teenager and after he had, register, had to register as a sex offender. The calendar shows that in 2014, while current CIA Director William Burns was Deputy Secretary of State, Burns had three meetings scheduled with Epstein, first meeting in Washington and then at Epstein's Manhattan townhouse. Rumors and accusations have long swirled around Epstein that he's some kind of intelligence asset. CIA spokesperson Tammy Cooperman Thorpe issued a statement to the paper denying that Burns knew anything about Epstein, of course, because he's going to come out and say, you know what, he did know he was a piece of shit. That's never going to happen about Epstein and the time beyond his expertise in finance. The director did not know anything about him. We were running him, but we didn't know anything about him other than he was introduced as an expert in the financial services sector and offered general advice on transition to the private sector. She said they had no relationship. Okay, well, that's demonstrably false. There's clearly some relationship established. Uh, by three meetings. Chomsky, a political activist and public intellectual who was a longtime professor at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, had several meetings scheduled with Epstein between 2015 and 2016. When the journal contacted Chomsky to ask about the meetings, he responded in email. First response is that it's none of your business or anyone's. Second is that I knew him and we met occasionally. One of Chomsky's meetings with Epstein involved former Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak, Chomsky said that they discussed Israel's policies with regard to Palestinian issues in the international arena. Another scheduled meeting with Chomsky. Epstein planned to fly the scholar to, uh, in to dine with director Woody Allen and his wife, his former stepdaughter, Soon Yi Pervin. 
If there was a flight, which I doubt it would have been from Boston, New York, 30 minutes, Chomsky told the paper. I'm unaware of the principle that requires that I inform you about an evening spent with a great artist. Chomsky went on to say that when he met with Epstein, what was known about Jeffrey Epstein was that he had been convicted of a crime and had served a sentence. According to U.S. laws and norms, that yields a clean slate. Unless the cops are coming after you and they want to murder you in the street. Epstein also had a close relationship with MIT, making several donations to the university while he was alive. Didn't he teach there or teach at some university and they found out that he had just literally graduated high school only? You want to talk about a grifter? I mean, try to pull that shit off now. If you try to go and teach at a university and you don't have at least a fucking master's degree, unless, of course, it's like, you know, the Frank Smith School of Accounting and Massage Parlor, you know, you could get in there for sure. I don't know how the pay is. Maybe they pay you some way out of them. Yeah, I think there was some sort of grift with that. I I believe you're right. For sure. Uh, Another figure listed in Epstein's calendar is Leon Botstein, the president of Bard College. According to the journal, Epstein was invited to Bard's campus. He brought with him a group of young female guests. Botstein said that they cultivated a relationship with Epstein in the hopes that he would make a donation of what exactly? And in 2012, the college president met up with Epstein to thank him for donating 66 laptops to Bard's high schools. The calendar reveals approximately two dozen meetings between Botstein and Epstein over the course of four years, with most of those taking place at Epstein's townhouse. Um, well, did those uh, laptops have cameras in, on them? I'm sure that they did. I'm sure that they did. Uh, <laughs> we'll move on a little bit here. Catherine Rumler who served as the White House counsel to President Barack Hussein Obama, peace be upon him, excuse me, had dozens of meetings with Epstein between leaving the federal government and joining Goldman Sachs, another uh, noble player uh, in the finance field uh, as a top lawyer. She was also scheduled to join Epstein in Paris in 2015 and 2017 trip to his private Caribbean island, also known as Rape Island. Goldman Sachs spokesperson told the journal that Rumler had a professional relationship with Epstein related to her job at the law firm Latham and Watkins LLP. She did not travel with him, the spokesperson said. I regret ever knowing Jeffrey Epstein, Rumler told the paper. So what did we learn here, folks? What did we learn here? Those names, those are the names, Christopher, they're willing to give us that Mm -hmm. they're going to feed us. So if the special counsel to the president of the United States visited with him, you don't think that the president of the United States or other members of the executive branch or his cabinet weren't aware of these things happening? I highly doubt it, sir. I highly doubt it. Um, what do you think about this, Angel? How far, how far up the chain do you think this goes? How far? Uh well, David Rockefeller is in his uh, black book. If <laughs> wow. that means anything to anybody, like I mean, like how far do you how far do you think it goes? Like I think the people that visited him, um, either from the CIA or or the White House, I'm sure the CIA was like, "Hey, we know what the fuck you're up to. Tone it the fuck down. There's only so much we can do." Right. Right. Fair enough. Like I'm sure he got that visit and he ignored it. Right. Yeah. But then also. That's probably who killed him because of the extensive list like some. And that's why uh, Ghislaine is in jail and she hasn't been killed because she somebody asked to take the fucking ball. Right. And like take the heat off of everybody else who's been involved 
from the beginning um, and multiple levels of state, et cetera. Okay. I mean, so, I mean, that's, that's what's going on here. I mean, obviously it's, and, and he probably did meet with some people to try to get some sort of um, leverage or more leverage. Okay. Um, and sometimes it probably worked out for him and sometimes not just because the person's on this list doesn't mean they participated in anything Fair enough. Uh, nefarious. Fair enough. Um, but when you're a manipulative person who wants to control and have sex with young women, but also have money and you want to do a grift your whole life, you have to try to like outreach. You can't stick with the small group of people. You got to get in everywhere. It also depends on how you go about like when the accusations come about. Um, because like if an accusation were to come about or you know that you're on this book because you did meet with him because Epstein was a powerful business guy, like, you if you were a powerful business person you probably had relations with him at some point getting ahead of the gun in a sense and being like yeah i had meetings with this guy but like nothing happened getting ahead of that versus like what bill gates did where he's just lied at every turn and been caught in lies just constantly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's two very different ways of uh trying to plead your innocence fair and, enough uh, depends on which one you want which method you want to take but that's a good point i don't know if any of you remember this kennedy you might be new to this but i know that christopher definitely knows about this and angel and i have researched this together uh the um uh the book about boys town in nebraska the franklin uh the franklin cover-up uh where they the government there was some um, was it paul bonacci is that how you pronounce his name angel is it bonacci or bonacci it, it's one or the other it's two c's and an i all right we're gonna bonacci he's an italian young kid and um he uh he was abducted and used as a sex slave as a young boy uh for many years in fact he he was he described uh being at bohemian grove and uh being forced to sexually assault another young boy and they took uh they eventually the boy died as a result of the trauma that he suffered during this um got off it's called the franklin cover-up it's the name of the book all right and it goes when you ask me how far up do i think this goes based on that on paul's story alone where they were at the white house mm -hmm. as child sex slaves i'm willing to bet that there are a couple of former presidents that are on that list okay all right absolutely i'm willing to buy that um william jefferson clinton comes to mind uh because he's already a notorious rapist himself all right i mean he jennifer flowers i mean look what he did to her and what the media and the state did to that woman's life when she came forward saying that hey bill clinton raped me at a fucking hotel back in the 80s uh they weren't having an ounce of that were they no we're not going to listen to that story so i uh, wouldn't be surprised mr trump was on that list um because they've got pictures of the two of them together right it's wild Jeff yeah but supposedly he threw him out of a party like they were they knew each other through business means okay and the real only connection that he has was uh him throwing him out of a party because he was trying to be weird with women at the party is that so, so supposedly that is where okay. like the the story i have seen they obviously knew each other through big business deals, which again, you're going to know people like that. It's kind of like how everybody knows uh, Harvey Weinstein. It's like he was the guy. There's another one. 
yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, again, I could be completely wrong here on my, but from the, the side that I've read about, it has been um, that him and Trump, the real only reaction or interaction they had outside of business was Trump throwing him out of a party because he was being weird with the women there. That's something for Trump because Trump likes ladies. So you really had to fuck up really bad, Jeff. If you, you know, you got a yeah. little handsy at the party, probably had something to do with his daughter. We're like, all right, that's enough of that. You're out of here. Um, but yeah, I'm willing to bet that this goes straight up the top. I mean, truly. And I mean that not saying that as like, you know, hardy, hard, hard. No, I mean, it's pretty disgusting what people empower uh, the access to other individuals that they have, you know, and it's just, it's just awful stuff. Speaking of more awful stuff. Now, I have to admit, out of the conservative commentator space that's out there, there's only a few of them that I can tolerate. Now I can not, I could tolerate one less, one one fewer person out of this. Okay? This shocked me. This was amazing, like amazing as in really, really surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to Dave Landau, who used to be on Stephen Crowder's show. He used to cover for Michael Malice on Nightshade through Anthony, Anthony Cumia's network. Michael Malice had his own show and Dave Landau would cover for him. And I was a subscriber for a long time being a Michael Malice fan. Dave Landau did an interview with Michael Malice after he quit the show and kind of described Steven as a bully. Dave also would cover for uh, Steven when That's he right. was out uh, for a while with his kid his like first kid that they had previous to the twins that they have now. And then right. also he had a uh, uh, chest and heart problem. Correct. Um, and Dave covered that whole time. Um, yeah. 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 They did. were like good in, in terms of what you see on the show. They were in good, ter- uh, good terms. So at least, yeah. yeah, on the surface it did. But what we learn about people is amazing. So Steven Crowder, who I've known, like my uh, my dear friend Ray, uh, she and I had like we watched his skits that he made fun of, like, you know, pretend to be Michael Moore and like asking people why they have a gun you know, in like in, in, in Michigan. And then he did this thing where he went to Detroit and said, how many miles from, uh, the, uh, from downtown Detroit, do you have to go out before it gets like to abandoned locations where it looks like it's like, nobody lives there. It's, it's still on YouTube. It's still, it's kind of interesting if you're into that sort of thing, but like, I kind of like Steven's politics, you know, don't really mix well with mine. I mean, he's a, you know, a pretty good two a guy, which again, make help. It does mean that you start to swim in the same waters as some of these people who on a lot of other stuff, you're not going to agree with. Well, this is surprising as far because he built himself as a Christian conservative, like respect for family and all this other stuff. And it just goes to show you, and you know, this isn't nothing, anything new, but like, I know Chris, I, we, we see this all the time with people, the holier than now folk, sometimes uh, really show their true colors to be the the real diabolical individuals they truly are. And this one was shocking. So Stephen Crowder's wife rant vid reveals pathetic pattern of abuse. A bombshell ring video was leaked last week of influential conservative commentator Stephen Crowder berating his wife, Hillary. In the footage from 2021, he tells her to fucking watch it and accuses her of refusing, quote, to do wifely things while telling her he doesn't love her. At the time, she was eight months pregnant with their twins. To talk to the pregnant wife in front like that in front of you uh, is just the you have to be a classless piece of shit. Well, I'm there's sorry. this um, video in the um, 
article if you're interested in yeah, yeah, playing let's, it. Go ahead, please. Do you want me to play it? You go want ahead. Me to... And while uh, Angel gets that pulled up, it's also interesting because on his show, I used to be like an avid watcher of Louder with Crowder. Um, right on. They used to do uh, like relate or marital like advice segments oh. at the end of their uh, thing, which always like played into the concept of him being a good husband and like, yeah, you yeah. know, he he was in in the eyes of like a viewer. He was the, you know, ideal husband you right. know, there to protect the family, there to care about. Now, he did want more of like a. Uh, like an older style, you know, marriage in terms of like a submissive his wife. woman, a submissive yeah, woman. Well, yeah. she, she didn't work, but she was a volunteer at a women's uh, crisis shelter. Um, That's noble. So like, yeah. So like, but she didn't have like your classic, like nine to five job. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I imagine she did a fair bit She's of work. She's still your wife. You should fucking there. respect her and be nice. Oh yeah, her, absolutely. Period. And, not uh, in not trying to be supportive. No, of no, no, not at all. I wasn't insinuating thing. that at all. Angel, roll this tape. I want to hear and see what this motherfucker did. Okay. Okay, I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you. And the fact is, when I don't look, I need an A, B, C, and D. Just because I'm not a you know. No. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. It's not fair, and it's disingenuous. Hillary was pregnant and did not want to handle dog medicine she thought might be dangerous for pregnant This was women. not uh, my choice. My then wife decided that she didn't want to be married anymore. And in the state of Texas, that is completely permitted. That's not my choice. She simply wanted out and the law says that that's how it works. Now, of course, look, I get it. There are multiple sides to every story, but one thing that is undeniable uh, in this case is that it's no one's fault but my own in that I picked wrong. <laughs> Stop. Stop. So it's it's her fault that mm -hmm. he's an asshole. That's yeah. some hubris right there, buddy. Well, I think that's his, like, that's always been his shtick with, like, it's like the comedy. He's a political comedy guy. And I think that was him trying to hit a joke and it's a total not the right place and not the right yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't that you, was you missed the uh the laugh track on that one. But did yeah. you did you hear the part where in the state of Texas this is legal, as if saying that he's kind of disappointed that his wife has the option to get the fuck out of the relationship. I don't know. Maybe I picked up on something that it's not there, but I detected that he was like, I can't, you know, she could do this because it's legal. Meaning if I had it my way, she would be stuck with my miserable ass, not performing wifely duties. What she's not blowing you when she's pregnant with twins. You, you fucking degenerate, like give her a break, bro. Like, what do you, <laughs> I don't love you. I knocked you up, but I don't love you. I mean, now that's not nothing new around in this fucking country because people are knocking people up all over the place. And I don't even think they eat fried chicken together yet. And they're still making babies. It's crazy out there, but this behavior is reprehensible. Truly. So uh, her family released a statement saying that she had been hiding his uh, mentally and emotionally abusive behavior from her friends and family, the pair who had married in 2020, uh, 2012, been locked in a contentious divorce since 2021. I didn't even know that. Um, I'm not shocked, but it was pathetic what he did to Hillary, a former employee told The Post. 
That might not be the Stephen you see on the show, but that's the real Stephen. The Post spoke to 10 former employees who claimed Crowder ran an abusive company where he often screamed at his employees, including his own father, exposed his genitals, sent out directives to arbitrarily fire people and make and made underlings wash his dirty laundry. The former staffers worked for the show at different times from its inception in 2016 through 2022. The vast majority have left the company voluntarily. They requested anonymity because they either feared retaliation or had signed NDAs. All they said, all they all, all said they felt compelled to speak out about the media personality after the sickening footage was made public and its former co-host Dave Landau called him a bully in an interview last week. We don't want Stephen to suffer. We just want the abuse to stop or at least let future employees know what they're getting themselves into, said one former employee. The Post reached out to Crowder via his lawyer as well as Louder Crowder CEO Gerald Morgan multiple times about the allegations brought forth by former employees did not receive a response. 35-year-old American Canadian right-wing uh, content creator who builds himself as a devout Christian was a child actor who started doing stand-up at, tw- at 17. 2009 became a Fox News contributor, writing essays in defense of abstinence. And in 2014, he started doing a weekly prog- podcast broadcast by conservative radio station Michigan, and later gained a larger following. Crowder has 1.3 million Instagram followers and 5.9 million on YouTube. I bet those numbers will decrease at least a little bit, I want to hope. Became wildly influential among conservatives who were dampened by his brash, contrarian takes, irreverent approach, and crusades against big tech. People thought he was funny, and he could be, especially if you were watching from the outside, said the early staffer. But inside the Dallas-based Crowder universe, many said he was like a yo-yo, charismatic and, and kind at times, a volatile Crowder also could be controlling and capable of working every angle of your emotions. With long hours, a realistic and emotional outburst, you often burn through staffers, many of whom were young, starry-eyed fans who had never worked in traditional media and relocated to Texas for the opportunity to work for their hero. Could you fucking imagine the nightmare that you wake up to? Like, you leave everything behind, and you're like, I'm going to go work for this guy in Texas, and you live in, like, fucking, I don't know, North Dakota. And now you're fucking stuck in the Lone Star State with this asshole as your boss. Unreal. While louder Crowder ethos was politically incorrect, his antics crossed the line. He was known to expose his genitals to staffers. Many ex-employees told the Post. Six sources said they witnessed such lewd behavior firsthand. A former staffer recalled driving back from Illinois in a van after a college show in March 2018 when former producer Jared Monroe, whom Crowder dubbed Not Gay Jared, was targeted. Jared was asleep in the last row. Stephen was in front. And he was joking about what he was going to do. The staffer called. He climbed over and dropped his junk on top of Jared's shoulder. The same person also claimed Crowder exposed himself to Jared in 2017 when they were in the green screen room filming a parody of Ghost. When asked about both allegations, Monroe told the Post, no comment. During a 2018 fight with six people from the company, another former employee said that they witnessed Crowder pull his testicles, uh, put his testicles on assistant and childhood friend John Goodman who shook off the incident. Fourth employee said Crowder exposed himself to former co-host Landau at the conference table with others present. Uh, it was childish, but then I found out this was something he did at first. It took him, I took him as trying to be friendly or one of the guys. Now I see his power play, the witness said. 
if you're a manager at Red Lo- if your manager at Red Lobster did this, it would be national news. I'm sorry, I have to laugh at that. Imagine that you're at the fucking all you can eat shrimp fest, and then uh, the, <laughs> the store manager comes over. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Everything good here? The shrimp dips his balls in your garlic butter. <laughs> Honestly, I'd probably still eat it. I do love me some oh. Red Lobster. I'm sorry, but oh, that ch- those Cheddar Bay biscuits, man. I mean, all right, you got. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you, but I don't know. I, I I don't know if I'd be able to get past that. I mean, do I know the manager? Do I know where the balls have been? Does it really you know? matter though? In the end of the day, I guess Cheddar Bay not. biscuit. <laughs> oh man, this is a sick show, um, and and I and I'm here for it. Numerous sources noted these incidents were not part of any sketches, many of which could be body and off color. In 2017, he commissioned a small team to create a 30 minute, a Christmas Carol parody on top of the regular workload. A few ex employees, none of which were paid for the overtime. So they logged over 100 hours in the week leading up to the release of the special and slept in the office. According to multiple sources in the midst of this project, Crowder sent a group text telling them to sleep in and come into the office a bit later one day. One employee remarked, sleep, LOL. Crowder shot back, be, be a little grateful, buddy. Okay, well, if he's going to treat his wife and uh, like, he's going to talk to his wife like that, ex-wife, whatever, and treat his father like shit, what's he going to do to you? And he's not, there's no, what do you think is going to happen to you? You know what I mean? This is wild what you learn about people. I never would have guessed he behaved this way. I Never. I could tell yeah, no. that he was kind of like this um after the interview that i watched with him and joe rogan over the weed and how he just like threw a complete fit because he wasn't in charge of the content of I the show that. and he was acting like a complete fucking douchebag and him and joe argued back and forth over it and then he realized oh shit i fucked up i'm on one of the biggest shows ever.com and i'm arguing with the host so he had to come back on and like they did like a a video i don't even remember what all was involved. they were undercover for and they did they infiltrated antifa at one of the the the, the protests that was a good video Berkeley. actually it was and that was a good jared video they've sent not gay jared in yeah um, that's exactly right in, in it and basically they uncovered that like these antifa protesters were like handing out like ice picks and pocket knives to the people that were showing up um and saying like when it happens use this and like yeah that was that was a crazy video for sure it was and you know, again this is i mean angel usually can you know, maybe she can read people better than i can i really wouldn't have guessed that he would have talked to his pregnant wife this way i just i could tell that he was one of those people by the way that he treated uh zven computer i remember that guy he fired yeah. ass yeah yeah i i knew right then and there that that he was fucking and that's a real cool. throwback right there that that was a long time ago that was a long time ago but like i said i used to watch because it was funny and the content was like it was decent like i like i said it was, i'm not a conservative but I thought it was like you know decent, and they made fun of people that I also disliked. But um, that's why yeah. I watched it was because it was like it's one of the few like conservative platforms you can find on uh, YouTube that's like big. Like, True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, good luck to him. And now he's single, 
Answer. I mean, I, I didn't think that, like, he would talk to his wife a certain way, but I thought he was probably an asshole. You know what I, I mean? Just, I can't believe the way he spoke to Like, she's pregnant. It's your fault, bro. <laughs> like, you put the bun in the oven, or buns in this case. I don't know, Chris. What do you think? I mean, I always kind of thought he's a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> if you want my honest opinion, so. Fair enough. Um, I mean, he just, he looks like a dickhead. He like, does. I'm being totally honest with you. Like, if I looked at him and thought, like, hmm, is he, he's probably a nice guy to hang out with. Now, like, he looks like a dickhead. He does. I love it. That's it. Hey, man. Like I said, maybe I was looking at a rose colored glasses, Chris. I don't know. He had a Walther uh, nice handgun on the table. And I'm like, okay, you got me roped a little bit here. What's going on here? We were talking about guns. And then they did skits and shit like that. He's famous for the change my mind thing, um, which. I can understand both sides of it. Like he would go to college camp, uh, college campus, uh, all campuses all over camp by all over the place and kind of stir the pot. Like there are only two genders change my mind. Um, he likes to argue. Yeah, he, he, he does. Um, but uh, well, whatever, man, his wife is going to get a payout. I'm sure. Cause I'm, you know, I'm fairly certain that he has a pretty sizable purse as far as the money that he's made. But um yeah, the turnover in the last, uh, you know, it, it appears that it, at last has finally come almost full circuit. He's almost lost everybody that originally started with him. So whatever, man. Hey, hey, don't marry an asshole and don't let him get you pregnant. It's, uh, you know, those are two things that you should avoid at all costs, ladies. Okay, be careful. Here's a great one. Now, I want to throw this out to the group here. Okay. Now, I, I'm not going to speak on anybody's behalf, but I generally have a good idea of what the answers I'm, that, that are going to come as a result of this question, this query, if you will. The word freedom. Freedom. What does freedom mean? Angel, why don't you tell me? Freedom means what? Not wearing a bra, like, you know, being able to walk around the house nude. Um, like, what, what is it about freedom? Freedom to what? What, what? what does freedom mean to you as the the producer and director of this uh horde podcast being able to do whatever i want whenever i want how often i want and being able to not do whatever i don't want to do how often i don't want to do it okay right like it just being able to be free to to go to come and go and um be able to literally do whatever the hell you want right on what about you, Christopher? What freedom to you? What what does that mean? I mean, we don't have to go deep on this surface scratch, uh, scratch off card style. What do you think? Mm, I mean, you know, yeah, it's the ability to kind of just do like live my life, uh, you know, without coercion. Well said. Well said. I, I agree with that. Well done. Um, Kennedy, when freedom comes to mind on the surface uh i mean the first thing i think of is like constitution bill of rights being able to follow those along but that's just because that's like my uh my go-to for like what we're allowed to do in terms of freedom so okay all right fair enough all right no criticism here but i'm gonna ask you that try not to laugh when i say this okay i genuinely mean that because uh, if Chris starts going, I'm going to start laughing and we ain't going to get out of here on time. Would you associate the word freedom with Joe Biden? Oh, his campaign video. Oh, no, that was uh, a good one. I mean, 
I think <sighs> Joe... Christopher saying no with his face. <laughs> so I'm with Christopher on this one. I think Joe Biden <laughs> is probably <laughs> like the freest person because he just on, walks man. around and does whatever, like, and says whatever because he Come has on, dementia. Man. But I, sh- I shit my fan- pants in front of the Pope. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Listen here, Jack. Shut up, boy. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You're- Dog face pony soldier. If he ain't voting for Joe Biden, then you ain't black. Then you ain't black. That's right. <laughs> I think Joe Biden's probably free, but does he represent freedom? Does he want other people to have freedom? I don't think so. So do you don't associate him with ideas like, you know, Kennedy said more traditional views on the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, all that good stuff. Um, I certainly don't. No, okay. not really. Not really. All right. So this is great. The Democrats have flipped it on its head. They're they're going to take it back. They're taking it back. Right? All right. Let's take it back. President Biden is flipping the script on Republicans by casting himself as the protector of freedom. <clears throat> going on offensive by using word, using a word and concept conservatives have frequently cited to push back on the president and his party. Biden's campaign launch video was titled Freedom, and he referenced freedom or freedoms six times over the course of the clip campaign's first official ad used those words seven times the president's team has used the term aggressively to tie republicans in particular his political foe donald john trump to the january 6th riot at the capitol that some in the gop have been reluctant to condemn and to highlight gop efforts to curb abortion access and squash dissident in state uh, squash dissidents in state houses it's pretty clear that the strategy here is going to be Republicans are coming after our freedoms and our ability to do X, Y, and Z, said one Democratic strategist. Those are typically talking points Republicans use. So we're playing on their turf and winning. The efforts put Biden on a collision course with Trump, former Vice President Mike Pence, and Florida Governor, His Majesty King DeSantis of Florida, who all frequently talk about freedom and their visions for the country diverge sharply with Biden's. Biden has been embracing the idea of freedom and pitching himself as the candidate most willing to defend basic freedoms in the early days of his 2024 campaign. The president and his campaign have emphasized Republican attacks on reproductive rights, the restrictive abortion bans, the state level after a conservative Supreme Court majority overturned Roe v. Wade. And the campaign has spoken out about Americans' right to be free from gun violence and the fear of mass shootings, putting a spin on the notion by the GOP that Democrats want to impede on their gun rights. Well, I mean, they're not lying about that one. To portray the president's defender of basic pillars of democracy, Biden's launch video begins and features the violent images of January 6th in which Trump supporters stormed the Capitol to stop Congress from completing the last step in certifying the 2020 election. It's just never going to go about that. We're, we're, yeah, it's, it okay. is their, it's their 9-11, but worse. Like, if you ask them, this was worse because... The, the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001 may have murdered 3,000 Americans in a mm-hmm. very terrible fashion. This was an assault on our democracy, which is literally the most sacred thing in the world, meaning they had a temper tantrum. Okay, now, what, What's missing from all this, and I've said it repeatedly on this show, and if you disagree, I really don't care, but I'm going to tell you this. the fa- if, if they disrupted, which they kind of disrupted the counting, Christopher and I made the point they could go to a fucking Ramada Inn in Alexandria, Virginia, and still count the votes. They don't have to be there. They could have done it via Zoom. All right. Mm-hmm. Nobody was stopping shit. Nobody was stopping shit. All right. 
And the only people that died were Trump supporters that day. One of them, right? That girl that got shot in the face. Yeah, Ashley yeah. Babbitt. That, yeah, I forgot her name. Rest in peace. Seriously. Uh, really tragic stuff. Uh, and the Biden campaign and Biden and the campaign have framed conservative culture war issues like book bans and laws targeting gender affirming care as a matter of freedom, believing it will resonate with Americans who see GOP lawmakers as overstepping. A Fox News poll published in early April found 77 percent of parents surveyed were extremely or very concerned about book banning by local school boards and increased 11 percent points percentage points since May of 2022. Fundamental freedoms are under attack in our country, Vice President Harris said. I'm surprised she could string all that shit together. She said that? Fundamental freedoms are under attack in our country today. Have you ever seen her talk? Like, I watched her trying to speak. Have you ever seen her laugh? She's an idiot. No, her laugh is horrendous. Her laugh scares me. It's a cackle, like a witch. Um, But no, she... She was giving some sort of speech, and the joke was, when you haven't read the book but need to give a report on it, and she just spun around the whole time. Let me see if I can find it, Angel, and I'm going to send this to you, and I hope that you wouldn't mind playing it for the gang. It's okay. um, it's a level of retarded that um, is what rarely What were you looking seen. for? Um, I'm looking for, I have the video actually. Oh, okay. I'm going to send it to you in the emails. Okay. Oh, okay. So this is going to be good. Okay. This is Kamala Harris. All right. I'm going to go ahead and send it. Camilla. Yes. Kamala, camel toe. Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. So it's on its way. So when you find, when you get that, go ahead and pop that up. It is amazing. All right. All righty. On the way this, you're going to enjoy this because like I said, this is an individual who it was like a child in third grade, Chris, who was like, didn't do the assignment, but is going to try to bullshit their way through the entire thing. You know, we need you to give a presentation on the book report. Like, yeah, sure. No problem. Basically, actually, basically what I'm saying is kind of sort of it is. Okay, here we go. This is beautiful. Go ahead. Hold on. There's no sound. Yeah, there's sound. So many incredible leaders Yes. for us at every moment in time. And certainly this one to see the moment in time in which we exist and are present. And to be able to contextualize it, to understand where we exist in the history and in the moment as it relates not only to the past, but the future. You are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. This is a speech this woman is, I watched her speak with the prime minister of Poland that, that was embarrassing. Like she stumbled all over her words. There was no rehearsal. Like her handlers are terrible. Like they need to get the Easter bunny away from Joe Biden. Dude, right. And put sick it on Kamala. <laughs> right, exactly. Chris, every time I see that image, I think of you and I dying of laughter at the Easter bunny going, hey, hey, Joe, yeah. come on over here. <laughs> Oh man! Easter baby, oh, here Kamala. Oh, here's the cliff notes. <laughs> Read these before you get on stage, you dumb bitch. Oh. <laughs> That's what she needs. That's what she needs. Oh man. Uh, okay, she was at Howard University the day Biden launched his re-election campaign, calling it the tradition of our country to fight for freedom, to fight for rights, just certain rights. Okay, just certain ones. Other ones we don't really like too much. You know what we're saying, winking and nod. The fight for our ability of all people to be who they are and make decisions about their own lives and bodies. 
For years, conservatives have tried to claim the freedom mantle painting Democrats as a party of government overreach that would interfere in the day-to-day lives and decisions of Americans. The joke is they both do that. I don't know if anybody's noticed that, but okay. Yeah. Republicans have frequently cited the idea of freedom to defend the Second Amendment after mass shootings to oppose early Biden administration efforts to require COVID-19 vaccination in certain situations and to support arguments against gender-affirming policies at the state level. It's about common sense. It's about defending women's sports, but make no mistake about it, the battle against radical gender ideology is a battle for religious freedom, and it's a battle we must fight. Pence, who is weighing a 2024 presidential run, said at a recent Faith and Freedom Coalition event in Iowa. In addition, Pence, other Republicans expected to jump into the presidential race have repeatedly sought to use freedom as a messaging tool. DeSantis, who's expected to announce his candidacy in the coming weeks, has tried to build up his political brand around the idea of freedom. He used the word freedom 12 times during his inaugural address in January after being reelected. He labeled his recent budget proposal Framework for Freedom and his new memoir is titled The Courage to be Free. Senator Tim Scott, a Republican of South Carolina, another candidate who expected to formally enter the 2024 race this month, has also mm-hmm. used the freedom uh, used freedom as a line of attack against Biden as he sharpens his message for the presidential contest. But what? what? I don't know. No, go ahead, let it out. I just <laughs> I mean <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Just whoa. because you say whoa, something whoa, whoa. doesn't mean anything. We know that. Okay. We're we're <laughs> listen. This is more of the same. More of the same. Okay. Hey, and- I'll tell you what. Whichever candidate uses the theme song from fucking Team America gets my vote. <laughs> that would be spectacular. America, fuck yeah. Who else? You know who we could get to do that? You know I'm gonna I'm gonna message Vermin Supreme. There we I go. Would, I would guarantee you he would fucking do that. Hey, Verm, can you do the America Fuck Yeah as your theme song for your presidential candidate uh, run? Nobody he, would hear it, though. What are you talking about? It'd be on Twitter. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, yeah, so that's um, that's another thing that uh, we wanted to talk about today. And then finally, closing out the excitement of this show. Woohoo! I. <laughs> Okay. You said excitement, so that's <laughs> yeah, what the woohoo was for. I thought the woohoo was like finally we're almost no. done. No, <laughs> you had me. Fooled. I was woohooing the excitement. Now, those of us who are not retards know that eating meat is <laughs> pretty important to the evolutionary growth of the brain in the species. That. Um, they did i believe they did a study where they showed um the synapses in your brain after consuming animal meat uh versus a vegetarian diet or Mm -hmm. and the difference in brain activity because you know your teeth have evolved to be we're omnivores obviously but you have incisors for a reason and it's not for fucking tofu okay right not that i'm telling people what to do if you don't want to eat meat that Mm -hmm. is totally respectable if you're, it's a religion thing, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. My problem is when you tell me what to do, and that's where we have a problem, right? This is interesting, Angel. You ready to peep this? I am. What do you know? Meat is crucial for human health, scientists say, as they call for an end to the zealotry pushing vegetarian and vegan diets. Well, I'm I'm surprised by this article. <laughs> uh, scientists have called you know, for... You didn't have me at the dogs, but you had me with this. You're <laughs> Well said. Got well me. Yeah, n- nailed it. 
Uh, scientists have called for zealots to stop pushing vegetarian and vegan diets. The people warning that meat is crucial for a healthy lifestyle. Almost a thousand academics from leading universities across the world have signed an initiative which argues that livestock farming is too important to become the victim of zealotry. Publishing in the academic journal Animal Frontiers as part of a collaboration between professional animal science societies, dozens of experts look behind new claims that eating meat causes diseases as well as being harmful to the planet. It comes amid a bigger push from campaigners take up a pan, uh, camp take up a plant-based diet with initiatives such as veganary and meat-free Mondays. Angel, make a note on the calendar. We should all strive to eat more meat on Monday. Okay? Yes. In fact, I'm going to make meatball. Uh, to further, we going to go get some steaks on Monday? Is that what I'm hearing? That's what that's what you're hearing because that's what I'm saying. We're going to meet it up. Okay? Meat Mountain. <laughs> Yes, Meat Mountain. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's going to be great. Uh, further, this medical journal, The Lancet, published a paper in the Global Burden of Diseases, Injuries, and Risk Factors study in 2020. It's a hell of a journal where they said a high red meat diet was responsible for 896,000 deaths globally. Researchers found, however, that it's hard to replicate the nutritional content of meat. It added that those who live in poor communities and have low meat intake often suffer from a number of nutrient deficient diseases, such as stunted growth, wasting and anemia, the Telegraph reports. Researchers in Animal Frontiers said that the unprocessed meat is responsible for providing B12 vitamins, omega-3 fatty acids and minerals such as iron and zinc, as well as supplying retinol. The paper suggested that the link between red meat and disease was almost eradicated when it was combined with a healthy diet, leading to the suggestion that it was the rest of the diet that causes that, that that is the cause behind the health issues excuse me one author of the peer review dr alice stanton from the royal college of surgeons in ireland explained that peer-reviewed evidence showed that the global burden studies claim was fatally scientifically flawed that is a hell of an accusation oh she added removing flesh uh fresh meat flesh yes the flesh of, of animals Removing fresh meat and dairy from diets would harm human health. Women, children, and the elderly, and people on low incomes would be particularly negatively impacted. Livestock-derived foods provide a variety of essential nutrients and other health-promoting compounds, many of which are lacking in diets even among those populations with higher incomes, the Declaration states. Well-resourced individuals may be able to achieve adequate diets while heavily restricting meat, dairy, and eggs, However, this approach should not be recommended for general populations. Another one of the reports, uh, reports authors, Dr. Wilhelm Windisch of Technical University in Munich added, one size fits all agendas such as the drastic reduction of livestock numbers could incur environmental and nutritional consequences on a massive scale. So this report is basically saying what regular people have been saying for years, kind of important part of the diet balance it out it's okay but um i mean i was never buying it anyway i mean i'm never going to quit a cheeseburger I, i'm just it's not going to happen just not going to happen no it's not, no so as you always say i'm i'm here for a good time not a long time one, yes sir one of the yes, comments sir. in this article and i have to read it because this is fucking ridiculous let's have it i want it uh tribes people and hunter gatherers don't imprison millions of animals each year and deprive them of their basic rights 
as living beings in the industry is moving on to a new species to consume every year in the name of profit. That is a sin of nature. There is no chance of escape in a slaughterhouse like in the wild. Animals are seen as nothing but mass-produced product. Shall we just start eating aborted babies next? At least it hasn't been born, Oh my right? fucking god, what a leap in That was a leap and a half. <laughs> I know, Jesus I was like, I can't. Christ. I'm just, telling you, man. Just, we went there. Yeah, yeah. They, they they just <laughs> fucking wow. people are nuts. <laughs> yeah, they're cracking up, like you like to say. Really cracking up out there. Well, it's that was either a... that or something's wrong with me. No, I don't think <sighs> I don't think You know, this just gives me more motivation to go and get a turkey now. I, I like turkeys. I do like a turkey. Yeah. I kind of want to like uh, like just grill an ungodly amount of burgers and serve them up on non-biodegradable styrofoam plates. <laughs> like exclusively. While well, you, you have a tire fire? Well, why yeah. Exactly. Yes, while bird is fucking We can we can do a fire, <laughs> we can grill some hot yes. dogs cuz that the hot dog has a little bit of everything in it you know yes. it's got some chicken got some beef probably some like kangaroo in there a cornucopia of meats yeah, yeah. so a we co- a real cornucopia hot dogs. We a of ground up animal penises and buttholes exactly yes. and I'm so here we, for we, all of it. It we fire delicious. up the yes. the bonfire we grill our and then we eat them off the styrofoam plates Burns and we toss tires. the styrofoam plates <laughs> into the fire burn the styrofoam <laughs> fl- okay all right deal you're going to light some yeah. fires and burn some tires, boys. <laughs> you're not first, you're last. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all that we have for this week. Um, I I can't deal with it anymore, folks. You're an omnivore. If you choose to go vegan or choose to go vegetarian or pescatarian, I totally respect that. That's fine. But the Just minute, be healthy. The minute, minute you tell me what to do, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. That's what's going to happen. So I'm just not... You do you, boo boo. I'm gonna do me, and <laughs> me is a cheeseburger with yeah. bacon. Okay, that's just that's I like just, both on, on a non-biodegradable styrofoam plate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're gonna have those for a certain festival that we're gonna talk about. Well, we already talked about on the B side. But anyway, with that being said, that's it for this week. Um, I'm gonna turn it over to my friends real quick. See if they have anything additional. Kenny, if you want to plug something, Angel, you go first since you're the, you're in charge. Uh, the bit shoot you must go there to watch our beautiful faces that's right i forgot about the bit shoot thank you very much for reminding one out of the four of us are beautiful well i would thank you i appreciate all of us (laughs) i beat you to it god yeah damn it (laughs) uh what about you kennedy anything uh you do anything on twitch stream i know you've been super busy with school i have not worked in a hot minute i am actually going to be starting doing some uh deep web exploration so excellent um i will like uh going on the deep web browsing some sites on there um seeing what they got to show up there so okay Uh, all right if you want to report back you know where to find us oh i think you should because i'm definitely interested yeah it's definitely going to be interesting and then of course christopher my dear friend anything at all no sir all right excellent well i'd like to thank everybody for listening don't forget to check out fairly decent golf my dear friend uh bobby uh we go back away good man trying to get out there tell them that you want to see us get on the uh on the green as the golfers say <laughs> i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do but i'd be ha- we're I'm gonna go out there time. in the most amazing khaki shorts we can wear some rhodesian shorts and bright pink polos i don't know if you want to see all that bro i, I just i'm just gonna go ahead oh and the you. b-side wants to see it 
Mm-hmm. I'll just go out with a banana hammock at that point. You know what I mean? Just a, a leopard printed banana hammock. I'm here. That's uh, you guys onlyfans.com slash you guys <laughs> yes. in that. Yeah, that's right next to the feet uh, picks. Uh, uh, On Feet Finder? Uh, no, we have an OnlyFans. I have an OnlyFans that I do feet stuff. So it's five. I was bucks. thinking about starting a Feet Finder page. Not a bad move. I mean, I, I make, a, I make a, a solid story, 25 though, for... bucks a month. I've got. Uh, I got a couple people. I got five people on there who pay for my P, uh, feet picks. So whatever, you know, I buy Skittles with the money. It's great. What? Uh, I'm just Skittles. kidding. Skittles. Yeah, I pay for these Skittles. Yeah, well, well, hold up. For me being on this podcast, <laughs> I demand a bag of Skittles now as payment. Right. So. Well, yeah, I don't know. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. I mean, so. you're getting off pretty cheap. Oh, somebody's getting off for sure. <laughs> see what I did there? You, you lined it up. I Unfortunately. It. Dog, you got to show off them toesies. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting uh, the the very white voice uh, so early at, at this point, but it's coming. No pun intended. Uh, I also want to shout out our friend Joe uh, Lo- uh, Longstrider. He did. Uh, he's been on our show a couple of times. If you wanted to check out, we did one on um, chemical uh, contrails in the atmosphere. Joe also was uh, the original author of uh, our song over three years ago. Uh, Joe's going to be playing a show. Uh, Grateful Dead acoustic covers on the 5th at Fat Dog Vinyl, 7 North Main Street, Mount Vernon, Ohio, 7 to 8 p.m. Joe will be there. If you're in the area, go check out our friend Joe. He's going to be out there doing Grateful Dead acoustic covers May 5th. Um, We love Joe. He's a good guy. So that's it for us this week. I'd like to thank, of course, our patrons. God bless. Appreciate you very much. Of course, our sponsors, AgorasNexus.com, iPaint Akron, uh, all accidents are happy accidents. Team Mandalore keeps cycling very weird. Ray Fab, a fine art and design from the Great Lakes and a resident artist, no less. Very proud of her. But ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the point in the show where I got to talk to you about something really important, which is the health of your ass. Okay. Keeping it clean, washing, you know, staying up on it. I know that, uh, you know, the heat hasn't shown up yet. I know it hasn't, but let let me tell you something. Like Christmas, it is coming, okay? And it'll be here before you know it. Now, I have permission to read off the following review from an individual who knows who she is, okay? But we will remain anonymous, but this is a real review. Real review. Here it comes. Get ready for it. Quote, Todd's gay soap is pretty gentle on sunburns, by the way. Gets two thumbs up from me. It was the purple pinkish bar. I have no idea what the smell is, but my asshole is clean and it was gentle on my burnt skin. That is a review from a lovely young lady who will remain anonymous. No name, but thank you very much for that excellent review of the gay soap proving that it is medicine. Ladies and gentlemen, don't take a chance. Mother's Day's coming up. You don't want to be a fucking disgrace to your mother by showing up, hey, my happy Mother's Day is some flowers and use the flowers to cover up how bad you smell like a corpse. You don't want that kind of heat. Don't disrespect your mother. If you got a wife and you've got kids, she's the mother of your kids, stepmom of your kids, whatever, grandmothers, whoever, do not be a piece of garbage. Wash yourself with Todd's Gay Soap. Get into the habit. It's going to get hot around here, you guys. I know it's coming, okay? Like, we had a taste of summer for like two days, what, like three weeks ago. It snowed this morning, but I'm telling you right now, in the Northeast Ohio Soviet Socialist Republic, the heat is on. It's coming. You know how it is. 
Check it out, AcroApothecary.com. Todd's Gay Soap. Support the business because Todd's Gay Soap is... Booted ass. And girl, let me tell you, four out of five dick doctors have recommended it for blasting that ball sack vinegar. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Wash your ass.